0: Hello and welcome to the Big Finish Podcast. Hey! Oh, now, well done Thanks. to Paul Sprague. Hello. <laughs> I say that because Paul Sprague has either hay fever or a cold. We don't know which. Both of them have the same unpleasant symptoms.
1: Yeah, I'm more towards hay fever. I think it doesn't feel coldy. It okay. just feels hay fever. Yeah,
0: sometimes hay fever can feel like a cold, though, can't it? Anyway, sorry, my name's Nick Briggs and uh, The Big Finish Podcast. Yes, this is what you're listening to. We love stories. We make great forecast, audio drama and audio books. And you can buy them on CD or on download, Paul. Are Do you, you know not that? doing the voices this time? Uh, uh, audio productions <laughs> are based on much love TV series like Doctor Who, Dark Shadows, Blake
1: Shevon, Stargate, and Highlander. <laughs> this is terrible, isn't it? I like the way that you're an equal opportunities offender. <laughs> <laughs> as well as classic
0: characters such as Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that's really... That was supposed to be Welsh, but it was sounding even more racist. Uh, The Phantom (laughs) of the Opera and Dorian Gray. I am blushing, just so you know. uh, Plus original creations such as Graceless and The Adventures of Bernice Summerfield. Uh, Just in case you didn't know what you were listening to, now you do. It's... it's you're safe to turn off uh, not, <laughs> don't, don't do that, don't encourage them not least because there is going to be a bit of eating but it's, I'm going to be dunking so Paul could you open the uh, you, you want the biscuits get the biscuits out Simon Gerrier came here yesterday to do oh god that was loud I had to do a podcast with me and uh, <laughs> that's I an no, interesting sound effect i
1: opening these incredibly it slow. It it's really good
0: it's like a Cyberman coming out of his plastic cocoon.
1: We're doing are this for a sample for future audio. <laughs> uh,
0: Maryland cookies. No. Thanks. How oh, yourself. I'll have twenty. Right, lovely. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to get them out two at a time.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what were you in the middle of saying before you were distracted by oh, yeah, a pile of yeah. biscuits?
0: <laughs> Simon Guerrier came over, and and uh, he was well. There was a whole... It didn't happen when... and He was apologising to me, and he brought over a bottle of wine, which I just put in the fridge from my performance so far. You probably think that I've drunk it just before the recording <laughs> of this podcast. And, uh, and then I noticed after he'd gone, there was a packet of biscuits in a bag. Now, he's probably listening to this saying, oh, I was taking that home to my family. But these are Simon Garrier's biscuits. Just dunking it in my decaf tea. Bad for me. It's got chocolate in it. I shouldn't have chocolate.
1: Why have you got chocolate in your tea?
0: and the biscuits you fall
1: <laughs> well yeah I shouldn't really have this there's caffeine in chocolate isn't there oh dear so basically what? you've taken all the caffeine out of your drink and now you just you're inserting it back in via the use of biscuits uh, this is ridiculous I feel like I should be asking for a first class ticket to Nottingham <laughs> why do you not remember that old advert for tunes I don't, oh I see yes <laughs> God, I, don't, I
0: wonder if anyone listening remembers that Ah, oh, so snuffly it's
1: annoying uh,
0: that's uh, our new catchphrase for you Paul Sprague So snuffly it's annoying <laughs>
1: mm. Well anyway Do you have anything to offer this podcast Or is it just going to be you eating biscuits Oh that's really lovely
0: <laughs> so that, Nothing like dunking a biscuit in tea I haven't had a cup of tea for
1: weeks This is one of the most relaxed podcasts we've ever done So so mm. far we've we've accomplished literally nothing
0: Well Earlier this morning, I was um, doing a little bit of filming with Tom Gurrier, Simon's brother, because the Gurrier brothers make uh, short films, and they've made a, a short film called "Cleaning Up," which finished. Put some money into, and we're trying to um, turn it into a movie. Uh, it stars this uh, short film stars um, uh, Lou Jameson and um, Mark Gates, and me. As a guy who gets shot, just as the credits start. Fantastic. Quite
1: right too. Hmm.
0: I, I insisted upon it. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's got better things to do than be standing here doing filming. <laughs> Just shoot me now. Uh, so anyway, uh, that film will be available to buy on the Big Finish site at some point in the very near future. I think it's going to be £1.99. Ooh.
1: To download. We're hoping to give away some uh, extra bits and pieces with it as mm. well, I believe.
0: Well that's a special edition which I think is 499. Ooh. But all the money for it will go to making uh, to getting development money to make the movie. So you know development money is to get, you know, a writer to finish it for scheduling to be done and all that kind of stuff. I know all this because that's what I was saying to camera this morning and having to learn it. So Tom and I had a very good time messing about with a glass of milk and a gun. Not a real gun should make that abundantly clear yeah where is it oh, i put it in my drawer next to my big finished pants
1: <laughs> that's that's a, a great yeah yeah will be you. invaluable we have david david in for another podcast if we don't tell him that's not real
0: that's true yeah, yeah. i could sort of try to force him to do something <laughs> have i had an email from david oh i haven't Oh, the latest one says time for another production report. I'm afraid. Could you please send me a new update? So I have to tell him everything I'm doing.
1: God, he's always on the go, isn't he? He's is. very, very busy.
0: Well, he's in studio today, and I got an email saying, "So you're not coming then?" And I thought, "Oh my God!" And I just said I'd pop in to see some of the people recording today, but um, uh, it's not on the board for some reason. It is now. It is, it is now. Well, it's too late now, isn't it? And uh, I forgot to put it in my diary, so I completely forgot. Anyway, I've been editing. Um, uh, the Chris Benjamin and Trevor Baxter, Baxter interview CD. Sounded great. Mm. Shall I just start throwing a clip of that? We had a group captain in charge of our thing.
2: He said, come on, you are you going to show you what being in the RAF is? And he took a lot of us off to RAF Halavington and took us up in a tiger moth. Wow. wow. And I was sitting behind him and I said, look, that's our farm down there. He said, is it? And there was my brother pushing a wheelbarrow and he went down and buzzed him and zoomed and then up and did a a loop-the-loop and flew back. (laughs) And I was like this with my head in a sick bag. And I got out and people said, my God, Chris, you are green. I've never experienced anything like it. It was the most horrific. I thought, God, what a joy
0: to get back to my typewriter. Fantastic. God, that's
2: it, flying in the air. Oh, wow.
0: And just to tell people that uh, it's um, it's kind of for adults only. That's not to say that it's horribly obscene or something, but it just deals with some social issues that um, uh, parents might feel less comfortable about young children hearing about. You know, that's up to them to make the decision. But there, there's a warning for you, so you know, not not for the youngsters. I shan't be playing it to my four-year-old. <laughs> say four-year-old. He's three and a bit, three and
1: nearly four. But by the time it comes out, yeah, he'll still be three and a bit. <laughs>
0: no, he, he will be four by we'll the time that it. CD comes out. Yeah, and probably by the time I edit this podcast, the way this is going, yeah, <laughs> that's how laid back I am.
1: Have you had a biscuit? No, I haven't. Well, this this is the thing. I've also got a bit bit of a sore throat, so I'm trying not to make it worse.
0: Oh, biscuits are very good for sore throats. Are they? No, no.
1: <laughs> I lied. Okay, <sighs> should we have um, some emails? Yes. Okay. What would you like to hear about first? Anything in particular? No, no. You just surprised me. Okay. Oh, cool. <gasps> <gasps> oh,
0: my glass is steamed up. That's because <laughs> I'm breathing into my tea.
1: Um, Steve McGinn says hello. Yeah, she said more than that. Obviously, just just thought you might want to chip in there. Uh, he says, uh, I don't often write in praise of things. Well, That's, that's not very good, is it? It's, what, we want more people writing in in praise of things. That'd be lovely. But I have to say that I just listened to Jacob and Lightfoot's fifth series and it's an absolute joy. I think Jacob and Lightfoot is in many ways Big Finish's signature series. Building on the huge strength of the original characters and the towering performances of Christopher Benjamin and Trevor Baxter, Big Finish has created something very special. Johnny Morris's script The Age of Revolution, which often made me laugh out loud on a long car journey, is particularly brilliant in this fifth series, which could have seemed like some Adam Adamant clone but has very much gone its own way, maybe because the 1960s is now itself history. And I must give a special mention to the rearranged theme music, which I like much more than the original. Long may Jago and Lightfoot continue, I already ordered Series 6.
0: Hey, let's have a quick blast of that theme tune.
1: Okay, ready everyone? And cue the title music. (laughs) <laughs> yes, on nice. a similar note, there, there is a music suite attached to Jago Alive, which oh, which which is on the website, but no one can get to it.
0: Oh, brilliant.
1: <laughs> what are we going to do about that then? Uh, well, it's, it's on the web team's list of things to fix. Right. Because basically we're, we're fine giving things away as subscriber bonuses, but uh, it's not set up to just give things away to purchasers of a certain item. Mm-hmm. so it, there needs to be a little bit of re-encoding and a little bit of re-jigging to make that properly work but then once it is working then hopefully uh, the 60s theme will be available for Jacob and Lightfoot subscribers well not subscribers, customers, people who bought Series High although it does occur to me I could just re-encode the box set and re-upload it with the music suite in it which mm. would also solve the problem although we then have to tell everybody it was there and they'd have to re-download the entire thing again I don't know how useful that is answers on a postcard. It's my advice.
0: <laughs> well, we look forward to that development.
1: <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, oh, hold on. Is that... <clears throat> Something important happened. Is it the end of the universe?
0: No, just agents contacting me about things. Ooh. I was just booking someone, and then their voiceover agent said, um, I think you should be booking them through me. And I'm just saying, Well, you work that out between yourselves. <laughs> anyway.
1: Darren Jameson says, I was just wondering if you'd ever considered making the planned Doctor Who meets Scratchman movie now that you've got Tom Baker. I know your Lost Stories range is coming to a close, but surely this Lost Epic would be the (laughs) ideal finale to the range? Well, first of all, that range is recorded, so there's no chance of that that happening. The Lost Stories
0: are finished. Um, Well, I I would give a slightly cryptic answer to that, which is, have you ever... uh, This is not to you. This is the person who's written in. Right. Have you ever read Scratchman? If you've read it... You might know why we're not going to do it. Well, it's extremely unlikely that we'll do it. I mean, you know, it is very much of its time mm. and there are lovely things about it, uh, but Sarah Jane and uh, Harry Sullivan feature really heavily. And I just think if you don't have them, it's, you're just changing it too much and it's not going to be the original thing. Also, I, I would perhaps outrageously say that plot logic and Scratch Man do not meet. Bless you. <laughs> there it goes. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting historical curiosity. Yes. And we have no plans to do it. But, you know, I always say never say never. I say that all the time. And then people say, shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Philip Templeton has written in a very, very long email that I'm not even going to attempt to read out all of because it goes on and on and on for quite some time.
0: I shall read it, though.
1: But uh, he does say, I've been a CD subscriber with your excellent company since the release of The Sirens of Time. Oh, yes. I've done every single Doctor Who release and virtually every single spin-off series. So, uh, yes, he's apparently been catching up. I'm just paraphrasing this now on, Mm -hmm. uh, on various things he's not listened to. He also says I've caught up with all of the available podcasts on the Big Finish website, and I just say how refreshing it is to hear people who genuinely appear to enjoy what they're doing and who care passionately about the projects. Sorry, who care passionately about the products that they are producing?
0: Not, well, not enough to read an email out properly, no.
1: <clears> though. <throat> well, I've been reading it as I go.
0: Well, it'd be no good reading it after you go.
1: My two questions are as <laughs> follows. I've really enjoyed listening to Evelyn, Mel, Flip, Charlie and Thomas Brewster accompanying the Sixth Doctor on his recent travels, but I wondered if there were any plans to bring back Perry in the near future. I know that we've heard her in the Lost Stories and Companion Chronicles, but with these ranges coming to a close, it would be nice to hear Nicola Bryant work alongside Colin Baker again, or even Peter Davison. Other than recorded time, we haven't heard Perry in the main range for a long time. Any plans?
0: Of course there are. We love Perry and Nicola. Of course there are plans. I can't tell you what they are, but there are plans. Oh, yes, I was talking to Alan Barnes about it the other day. So there you go. I hope that helps. She's in the light at the end. She certainly is in the light at the end, yes. She's in the space race. Can we say that? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She is. I will be directing her in a couple of weeks' time.
1: Uh, Secondly, I currently have monthly subscriptions to the Doctor Who main range, the Companion Chronicles and the 4th Doctor Adventures. Sometimes I will receive all of these CDs at the same time, but on other occasions I will receive them in two separate packages, normally only one or two days apart. I for one would not mind waiting an extra 24 or 48 hours so that you could send out all of the releases together, thus reducing your postage and packing costs. It is certainly not a criticism, more an indication of you trying to be ultra conscientious to your listeners. I am sure that others must feel the same way and would be happy to wait a couple of extra days. Once again, money Thanks for all that you do. Please keep up the good work. I honestly don't think the Big finish has ever been in better shape than it is right now.
0: Oh, very nice. I feel we should have a horrible email.
1: Well, shall I shall I see if I can
0: find one? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean it just sounds like we're just picking all the nice things out.
1: Uh, it's it's a tricky one though, isn't it? The sending everything out together or apart. Yes. It's it's more of the it's more of when the sales team needs to do it and the easiest yeah, they, way for them to do it. I really.
0: mean I was very keen for us to, to for things to wait and for people for the for Allison and Hannah and the team to send stuff out you know to make it the most cost-effective way of doing it but sometimes they organization, organization <laughs> which is a new word I've just invented um, that's just it may save a tiny bit of money but it becomes awkward in terms of their scheduling so yeah which in a way wastes money because it wastes people's time so you know they we have to I mean they're smart people Alison and Hannah they know what they're doing and we you we, mean Alison and Charlotte who are in sales. oh I do mean Alison and Charlotte sorry <laughs> Hannah is Jason's assistant sorry Charlotte I don't know why I've been calling you Hannah maybe that's why you don't talk to me <laughs> um, you know they're smart people and they know what they're doing and uh, uh, we don't uh, we kind of leave it to them to work it out really yeah. but sometimes they do do it and sometimes they don't as you say
1: uh they are this time because uh, they're sending out all the doctor Who releases together today it's good isn't uh, it yeah so yes and, so, and
0: just a word about the May Day sale which we didn't mention last time which we should have done really um thank you all for uh inundating us with lots of orders yes it was extremely successful for us which of course now means there's a slight backlog but uh Alison and Charlotte are uh, are doing a brilliant job and uh, catching up very, very quickly. But uh, apologies for any delay. It won't stretch to anywhere near the 28 day limit. Um, but um, it is taking a little while to do.
1: Overseas, if you possibly. Overseas has been a bit of an issue recently because things seem to be getting caught up in customs, I think, yes. from time to time. I think I'm it's slowing things down. I'm afraid and it we, be quicker. Yeah,
0: we can't really do anything about that. No. That's beyond our control.
1: Uh, Ian Tracy says you've probably answered this a million times, but when is Dark Eyes Two going on the site for pre-order? So uh, for a, the million and once time,
0: the million and first time, isn't it? The million and one, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the answer? The answer is: is uh, soon it will be going up for pre-order. Good, has that cleared up? Yes, there's just a few scheduling things to sort out.
1: Jim Hall says, my birthday is this week. Any chance you could email me a photo of the gang holding up a happy birthday Jim sign? It would really make my day. Well, he said that last week, so technically we've missed it. We have. Um, and we're, we're not the team because there's no David. Does, no. does it count? Do we count? I don't know. We could
0: do it, if you like.
1: <laughs> what do you think?
0: Oh, I don't know. i finished my tea. I feel all...
1: Oh, no, there's some <laughs> Um Andrew Wellock who uh, I believe is a former competition winner of this uh, of this parish. <laughs> Excuse
0: me, I'm just going to deal with that fridge.
1: Okay. says, I uh, was watching some old Mythmakers videos and I came across The Attached. I don't know if you recognise him. Uh, seriously though, a really good interview Nick did was with Victor Pemberton. It's fascinating as Nick asked Victor about his Radio SF work. Nick, what about the problems of writing for radio? People think of it possibly unfairly as a limited medium. Victor then gives a beautifully erudite answer about what a rich medium radio is for all sorts of drama. I was wondering, did you, Nick, think of radio as being limited at the time, being a child of the TV age like me? Obviously, you don't now, given the sterling work you do. Uh,
0: and there's, there's a picture he sent in. Oh, goodness me, that's terrifying. <laughs> Should we make that the picture for this podcast? It's tempting, isn't it? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> will. Oh, that, you will have seen that picture. Um, uh, I think the clue is in my question where I said possibly unfairly I was sort of playing devil's advocate because I'd been doing audio visuals for a long time which was the Doctor Who plays we did for fun uh, before Big Finish so I was very up on the whole audio thing and and sort of sick and tired of people saying that it's limited and I knew that you can do anything on audio so I was I was loading uh, Victor for a a nice positive answer about audio there the fridge is still making any noise
1: we've got we've got uh, <laughs> you seem to be enjoying yourself you? I, I think that you, you would never want that fridge replaced because I think you enjoy too much kicking the hell out of it well
0: the truth of the matter is I do sincerely find it really irritating
1: <laughs> but I'm putting a brave face on it right, okay. <laughs> on the fridge I could just draw a brave face very yeah. good uh, we've, we've had this uh, we leaped with excitement when we heard on the last Big Finish podcast that your Liberator Chronicles set would feature three stories including one where Avon is clothed <laughs> the other two stories in that set sound brilliant, we thought. It looked like Big Finish had hit upon a genre which would run and run. Imagine how disappointed we were when we replayed the podcast and found out what Paul Sprague had actually said was three stories, including one where Avon is cloned. Ugh, what a letdown. Curse that accent. <laughs> oh, well, fortunately we had Justice of the Insert Random Letters of the Alphabet here to listen to. I think they mean Jalksar. Oh, yeah. Uh, and could thrill and shiver to the glories of the fourth Doctor the vocal gorgeousness of the first Romana and joy of the two and only Jacob and Lightfoot what a treat one of your best yet keep up the good work and please do look into the possibilities of Naked Audio plays <laughs> that's uh, once again from Major Luke Major Stair, and Major Barbara Cut Your Hair uh, currently moonlighting from the Army Veterinary Corps as Paul Darrow lookalike alike I'm reliably <laughs> informed
0: the nearest we've got
1: to Naked Audio is Michael
0: Cochrane. Uh, taking his trousers off during a recording because he was starting to do a take. He said,
1: "There's a
0: noise here. What's that noise?" "Oh, I know what it is. It's his damn trousers. I put on this morning." Hold on a second. He just said, "Zip," <laughs> his trousers off. He did the rest of the recording in his pants. Very good actor, Michael Cochrane. <laughs> only, only, what would you say about three quarters? No, no, a quarter naked, a third naked. I don't know. <laughs> you decide.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can put the answer out that on the same postcard. Yeah, you're <laughs> gonna have to give away an address at this right, aren't we? For all these oh, pod- postcards. Yeah. T- <laughs> just podcast at the BigFinish.com. There have to be e postcards. E
0: yeah. postcards.
1: Uh, Owen Griffith says, "Dear Paul Sprague and uh, the other one. Sorry, completely forgot his name. I think he does something <laughs> important for the TV series." <laughs> sorry, Nick. Just a small joke. I'm sure you're completely unforgettable. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, thanks for the consistently high-quality output of delicious audio drama, and I wait my copy of The Light at the End, Deluxe CD Naturally, with great anticipation. Oh, yes. Anyway, there's talk going around about a super special deluxe edition of The Light at the end with the possibility of even more extra content and, from what one person said, a vinyl EP. This is rather infuriating to those of us who pre-ordered the already deluxe CD before hearing this. Can you confirm that this super deluxe edition is being created or is it just rumours from your easily excitable fan base?
0: It's just rumours from our easily excitable fan base. There's not a super deluxe mm. version. There, but there is going to be uh, a vinyl uh, version, but that's completely separate. So yeah, you, you know, if you've ordered the, the limited edition one with all the special stuff, that's, that's the most specialist
1: one. Yeah. Someone was suggesting uh, on the forums, I think, the other day that we could add in autographs from the doctors in each set, and I was pointing out that that was something of a disastrous thing to try and attempt at this stage. Yes, that would increase the cost
0: <laughs> somewhat and take a very long time to do. Anyway, uh, to distract you from those thorny issues, here are some clips from... The light at the end. Is it a plane or something? It
1: was a plate box!
0: Dark, Kevin, That'd be silly now.
2: <laughs>
0: what the hell is that?! Bad news, judging by the locals' reaction, right quick, back in the TARDIS! Ah! Ah! Doctor!
1: Rally! Why did you call them Doctor?
2: Oh, because they were me. From the past and the future
1: what but they didn't even look like you hello what's happened where am i
2: you're in
0: the tardis how do you do
1: i beg your pardon
0: oh no need to i'm the doctor and this is i am Leela. that's all right don't be scared you two just play with your dolls house mummy and daddy will sort all this out what are we all doing here? Is this some kind of doctor's afterlife? Back in time. Yes, that's it. Back in time. I've just realised. Wherever there
2: is evil, he'll be there. Ready to exploit it for his own ends. Oh, come on. Where are you, old girl? Don't tell me the sonic screwdriver of the children in this precise moment that go will totally tonto. Hey, uh, what's going on?
0: Well, there you go. Mmm. Mm-hmm. The fridge has sort of settled down now.
1: That's lovely.
0: I've had enough biscuits and tea. I feel kind of slightly sick and a bit guilty.
1: <laughs> in in that
0: order. OK. There's,
1: there's one that says, uh, Oi, Dalek faith.
0: Yes. Oh, I, I remember this, yes,
1: the, from, uh, was it Auckland? It says, to explain the subject line, it's a reference to the Lords of Time convention in Auckland last month. I called out Dalek face to Nick, but when I fessed up before my question for him, my list made it come out as Dalek faith.
0: Yes, I thought he'd said Dalek Thay. He gets this wrong. I thought <laughs> he, Not faith, Dalek Thay. I thought he was talking about. So, apologies. <laughs> He's referring to how uh, Lisa Greenwood refers to me on Twitter. She goes, oi, Dalek face.
1: I also spoke of my desire to have this email read out by Paul Sprague, who okay, read another of mine out last year. Oh, that's good, isn't it? That's lucky, isn't it? It's lucky I'm reading this. You, Paul, are my favourite because of that. Oh. <laughs> is, that, is that it? Because <laughs> I've read out an email. That's it. Yeah. Oh, dear. And the fact that you're the reason Big Finish has a fantastic website, which I check daily. I'm not, let's, let's face it. I'm not. It's very much Hughes Media that's responsible for that. Yes. Oh, I put things on Ed it. Ed
0: designed the, yeah. the website and made it He's yeah. a genius yeah
1: but just, you you know i you just keep i it, just add things to it and make it look pretty you're the guardian
0: of the website yes i see you in a, a big cloak holding a staff uh saying none shall pass something like that yeah. that's the way i see none it. shall go forward Go forward. (laughs) By the way, just going back to the whole clothed clone thing. You were reading out something earlier that had cloned in. It sounded like you said clowned. Really? It's like a genetic process that makes people's feet (laughs) a lot bigger and their noses get big and red and, you know.
1: (laughs) Yes. Anyway. Nick, I'm disappointed that I missed out on your Davros mission deal by less than an hour. Had oh. I gotten in sooner, I would be one CD Richard, No, it wouldn't. It's down and only. <laughs> no, but he, he means that if he'd uh, been the first person to order it. Oh, I see.
0: Yeah. But oh. it's still available for $7.99. Yeah.
1: Thank you for the May Day sale where I got the first series of Dorian Gray, including the Christmas special, the download of Smoke and Mirrors, The Destiny of the Doctor Story, and the CD for the Benton Companion Chronicle, Council of War.
0: Oh, that sounds really good, that.
1: I actually met John Levine last year at the Armageddon Expo in Wellington.
0: He's a legend in his own lunchtime.
1: I've included a photo with this email that I hope you include as the image for this podcast. Oh, we've got one, sadly, so it's going to miss out. Oh, what's this one? The, The person is me, Jay, or... Mustawa. Please spell this out when you read it. There you go, I did. Uh, holding Paul McGann's replacement Sonic Screwdriver which Nick presented to him and the Dalek that was roaming around the auditorium. So there
0: you go. Oh yes, yes, I've seen that.
1: And uh, yes, and he's answered the uh, the podcast competition which maybe we should recap. So that's a good link, isn't it?
0: Yes. <laughs> The podcast competition was, uh, it was to win several script fronts, wasn't it?
1: Yes. I can't remember exactly which ones they were off the top of my head. I no. could just dig them out of my drawer. Yeah, and then you I'd could know. dig them
0: out of the drawer. And the question was, what is it that links uh, Simon Williams
1: yep. and Gene Marsh? Yes. There you go. It is not that they have both been in stories fighting the Daleks. Because a few people have sent that in. It's, uh, that's, that's too easy. And our decision is final, so we're, we're deciding that that's not good enough, aren't we? <laughs> there's, there's another connection we're looking for, that isn't they have both fought some Daleks. <laughs> so there you go. It that's was script fronts for uh, The Sands of Life, War Against the Larm, Countermeasures, Series 1, and uh, Waterloo of the Daleks, as it was then, before becoming the Cruise of Davros. Indeed. Or indeed the Curse of Davros. Whatever. I mistyped one of the other stories last week. I can't remember what it was, now. Anyway, that anecdote would have been a lot better if I'd remembered. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, anecdotes we could have told.
0: Actually, and I feel quite... My stomach hurts after eating those biscuits. Oh, oh dear, idea. Oh I'm not having any more of those.
1: I'm just having a quick look through the competition entries to see if there's any more emails attached to the competition entries. Um... Chris Reubottom says does Nick keep his ring modulator next to the recorder in case he wants to do a Dalek voice in a hurry for the podcast
0: no but what I occasionally do is just attach a little bit of um, software ring modulation to anything I've said when I edit it which is why I suddenly do Dalek voices like this one now (laughs) which Paul didn't hear any ring modulation then but you will by the time I've edited it
1: ooh that's very clever
0: it's it's not quite as good as the one I use on the show
1: and I was, I was finally listening to The Four Doctors recently Your Daleks are cracking in that
0: Are they? they cracking they, up?
1: They, they just seem to be particularly I'm not quite sure why Maybe I've not heard Daleks in audio for, for a little while But you know with the Dalek Prime oh, they yeah. just only particularly meaty Daleks yeah, for some thank reason. You very much. Yeah. I try to make my Daleks as
0: meaty as possible <laughs> I None of them are vegetarians No
1: Thanks, Paul. Good good story, The Four Doctors, and The Five yeah. Companions, which I should reiterate, we are never going to sell. Yes. Because people are asking again,
0: oh, what are we well, going to we sell Well, we promised them? we'd never sell them, so if we started selling them now, we'd be in all sorts of trouble. Yeah. So you
1: could you get could, them as a subscription.
0: Yes, you could get them their subscriber specials, and also that when you do get a subscription, you can nominate a, a, a CD that you want... As a freebie, Yeah, and you, you can nominate for 12, them.
1: for twelve releases, yeah, yeah for twelve releases, 12 which means to the main range of Doctor Who. In theory, you could order a subscription that includes uh, the five companions and ask for the four Doctors as your bonus CD. Exactly. So You get both with the same subscription. Bada boom!
0: There you go. Yeah. Got anything else, or should we just go away? I mean, you know, we needn't go on much longer.
1: Well, um, uh, the only thing I've got is uh, that that P-ish. clip. That oh we yes, yes. In. Do you want me to actually play that, or do you want to edit it here and then really? finish Play, play, but it introduce it. Uh, well, we asked a little. Well, I think he kind of introduces himself, actually. Oh, so, on, so we're, we're probably all right. So, uh, this this is what we've got.
2: Hello, this is Michael host of the Tin Dog Podcast, but that's not important.
1: Okay. No. So it certainly isn't. That's so that's, the that's the a plug for another podcast.
2: Challenge. You said, <laughs> "Is there more television Doctor Who than there is Big Finish Doctor Who?"
1: And the answer is yes. Hooray! I had to have a look. I
2: had to check. Because on the face of it, you think immediately, no. The main range is at 170. This is March. And the TV show is at 213. Mm-hmm. Now, 213 doesn't count Torchwood and it doesn't count Sarah Jane. But then I went back and had to count. Although the main range says that it's up to release number 170, if you count individual stories in things like 145 45 and Circular Time, that brings us up to 185 and then you've got the specials now I'm only counting stories that are full cast and have a doctor in them which means I'm not counting Dalek Empire Sarah Jane Smith because obviously we're not counting the Sarah Jane Smith on tv either I'm not counting at the moment the companion chronicles because that would
0: instantly take us far beyond tv doctor who Mm -hmm. I'm not counting
2: Destiny of the Doctor because they're similar in a lot of respects to the Companion Chronicles.
0: They are.
2: I'm not counting Davros. I'm also not counting the stage plays because we were talking Big Finish. They kind of had Origins elsewhere versus Television Doctor. Not counting Short Trips because they're basically short stories. Again, Companion Chronicles. They may be read by the Doctor but I'm trying to be a purist here. And of course I'm not counting Unbound despite the fact that they are one of my all-time favourite ranges of Big mm-hmm. Fish. Mm-hmm. So what else have we got? Full cast dramas, specials,
0: we've got nine of them. We've got 35
2: eighth Doctor stories. We've got, at the moment, 12 stories, not releases, stories with the fourth Doctor. Then on the Lost stories, we've got 20 full cast Doctor stories. I'm not counting the recreations of the earlier Doctors' stories without Doctors in them. And then, of course, there's Excellus. So, let's look at the list. 185, plus 9, plus 35, plus 12, plus 1, that's Unit Dominion for the Seventh Doctor, plus 1 extra,
0: oh, I almost forgot, Love and War, mm-hmm. The Lost Stories, 20 of them, and
2: Excellus, 3. Which brings us to a grand total of 266 Doctor Who stories with a Doctor in from Big Finish. Yes, you'll range has far outstripped the BBC. Congratulations, guys. And If you wanted to count the companion chronicles into that, well, you're at 346. And at the speed the BBC bringing out episodes, Doctor Who would have to go on for a very long time in order to even match you. So well done, and thanks for keeping the blue light flashing during the wilderness years. Be
0: seeing you hey oh we just had our music
1: on no the no, there, that, was, that was my my itunes skipping oh. to the next thing he wanted to play which thank you is, so much i said that it was
0: really fun yeah slightly scary obviously <laughs> uh i feel i have to listen to it about five times to uh process all those figures but uh, if ever i get to be on an, in, an important major chat show i shall regurgitate Ooh, major, that chat in, show. major chat show major step just just uh, saluting that one <laughs> I, you know i will use that information and get thrown off the show within <laughs> seconds but yeah that's interesting isn't it yeah well and extraordinary yes i feel somehow <clears throat> vindicated <laughs> And it's also uh i oh this is my uh, seventh year as executive producer bloody yeah i think i started in july seven years ago so it's just a few short months from my seventh anniversary and uh just like to say I'm enjoying the job more and more as every day passes I am um, actually I thought I was going to give it up after a year I thought it would drive me mental <laughs> I don't want to do that um, but uh, but I thought I'd give it a go you know but yeah thanks to you who? you oh is it actually me not the listeners you. this time because I'm yeah. getting confused <laughs> and David Richardson and Alan Barnes and Jason Oh, why wouldn't I want to carry on doing this, it's fantastic. I'm not <laughs> suggesting that anyone said I shouldn't carry on doing it. In fact, people have been making all sorts of outrageous suggestions about my possible
1: future employment, but <laughs> I'm very happy doing this. Thank you very much. Oh, I did want to read this out. Which didn't actually come into the podcast address. This got sent into inquiry, so oh, you either. won't you won't have read it. But no, I, I, I thought I'd share it. Uh, it's from James Noble who says, just wanted to drop a note of feedback regarding the audios. I've been a big fan of the audios since they started and listened to the main range, Lost Stories and 8th and 4th Doctor Adventures. All of my family have been Doctor Who fans and last year my gran, who's 70, was told her cancer had returned and was terminal. Recently it's also spread to her brain so she cannot concentrate on the TV or reading. My dad suggested having her listen to the Big Finish audios so we got season 1 and 2 of the Companion Chronicles given that these were more audiobooks and more to what gran would enjoy listening when gran feels well enough we put one on and she absolutely loves them and says this has been a great way for her to use her imagination whilst listening to a series which she loved oh. i know it's a bit of a random email but just wanted to say what pleasure gran is getting from these gran can still remember watching 10th planet episode 4 huh. and talks about her favorite doctor with jamie and victoria so this has been a lovely way for her to think of nice nostalgic thoughts and still read and use her imagination through audio so just wanted to pass on this story
0: Ah, oh, isn't that lovely thank you so much for sending that in Oh, we have yeah. It's lovely when when you know uh, people write in and, and let us know how they've enjoyed Big Finish and how yeah. people they know have enjoyed them. Um, I've I've heard many moving stories over the years from lovely people, and and that's that's another great one. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Right, look at me in all serious. <laughs> uh, so right, it won't last long. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, everyone. Don't forget you can enter the uh, competition at podcast at and that's where you can send all your comments. I'll leave the last words to Paul Spragg. Goodbye.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't know what to say. Um, well, it's been, it's been lovely being here. Uh, <laughs> this on this podcast, I'd just like to plug uh, the the online game Candy Box, which is enjoyable and addictive. Uh, the the, the new the new Star Trek film that I'm looking forward to seeing at the end of the week, oh. um, and uh, the Book of Mormon, which I recently saw on stage in is Super So uh, yeah, I'm going to see Matilda tomorrow night. So it's good, isn't it?
0: a so beautifully off message
1: for. I know it's good, isn't it? And uh, now I've got an email from Toby Haydock. Oh, bye. 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 <laughs>
0: Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, 1963. Fanfare for the common men.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the to year's
1: top pop sensation. This is what I was talking about, Nissa.
2: Why is everyone making so much noise, Doctor? We can't even see them yet.
1: This is what the Beatles inspired in people. Good creep. What is it, Doctor? It's not there. Who are these Beatles then? Are they another group? Yes. Are they any good? You must have heard of well, them. Nobody's as good as the common men. <gasps> the common
0: men! You haven't landed
1: us in the wrong place, you, doctor. No, 31st of
0: October, 1963. This is definitely right.
1: Something is very, very badly. Get down! Cheers. We've been the common men, and we'll continue to be so tomorrow.
0: Subscribers get more at BigFinish.com